The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd. delighted to be with you today. We're talking about working with people of faith in the cancer community. Absolutely, and we know that faith is a very important element for many who have engaged with medicine and science and the idea of having cancer and how much their faith means to them and how helpful it can be to support them through difficult times. And in your work, I know that you encounter people who don't just have a personal faith, but it's a personal faith that reaches out and touches other people at the same time. Absolutely. It's it's all encompassing for a lot of people and understanding how that faith uh, is interwoven into their life, into their daily practices, and what it means to them as a support mechanism is very important. Well, talk about the guest who's going to join us in just a moment. We have a gentleman very different from some of the other guests that we have. He works very much behind the scenes of the cancer community, connecting cancer patients with other cancer patients to talk with them and to support them through the idea of having cancer and how they can potentially move through a diagnosis of cancer by helping them understand from someone who has been there and done that before them. We'll meet Tom Martin here in just a moment. I think you'll really enjoy the conversation that's to come. I am enjoying reading through this week's featured resource, The DNA of Cancer, How Genomics Changes the Way We Fight Cancer. This can be a really deep topic, but the resource we've put together gives an overview, doesn't it? It does. And again, what we want to say for the sake of this show is helping people to understand that this is now uh, a process and a, an approach that many are looking at in the cancer community as a, a, a mechanism to help be more specific with personalized care that will be customized to one's DNA of their individual tumor. Well, this is one of the emerging technologies in cancer care, and we've put together this document, this resource, that really can give us in layman's terms what this is all about. And ultimately an introduction that then will allow an individual to go back and have a very specific and focused conversation with their treating physician about the possibility and the potentiality of looking at what is now being called genomic testing for one's cancer. Maybe you've heard these terms and you're kind of scratching your head about it. Uh, well, download this resource right now, The DNA of Cancer. It's available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And while you're there, take just a few extra seconds and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a program because we'll email you when new programs are available. So subscribe online at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
Before we hear from our guest today, Percy, why don't you open the scriptures for us? I have a great passage of scripture that I think is going to encapsulate the thought of the conversation today of supporting people of faith who tend to be unique and bring different applications that that their faith allows them to work through. And it is found in 1 Peter, the second chapter, verse 9, and it says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I love the verses you choose for us each week here in the program, Percy. Why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest today? Well, I am so excited today to have a friend and a colleague on the show and someone who really represents somewhat of a different capacity of the normal people that we have on the show. He's not a clinician. He's not a cancer patient, but he has worked with the cancer community for quite a while, and and I'm excited to have him here today. His name is Tom Martin. He's the Senior Marketing Development Manager at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Zion, Illinois, at Midwestern Regional Medical Center. Welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? Thank you very much, Reverend McCray. I'm great. How are you? I Listen, man, I'm, I'm thrilled just to be in your company, and I was sharing... Uh, previously, before we got on air, when we first met each other, uh, when I first met you, it was at an event in uh, Wisconsin where I was speaking and that you were providing some support to talk about uh, the organization and, and just what an awful nice guy you are and, and, and how hardworking you are. But I want to talk a little bit, if we can, about what you do in the capacity of supporting cancer patients and why do you do the work that you do? And then more importantly, how has that impacted you working with cancer patients? Let's talk about how working with the cancer community has had an impact upon you. So let's first start with what you do and why you do it. Sure. So um, kind of have a twofold job. Uh, the first part is um, I work with the Cancer Fighters, which uh, Cancer Fighters is a community of our patients and their caregivers and families. And uh, it's a way for them to connect with other patients. And we, we know that Finding people who are going through the same thing that you're going through can be very therapeutic mm. and can be helpful to talk to somebody else who's walking in your shoes. And so um, I love doing that. It's it's a way to meet the people that we're working for and, and really get to know what they're going through and to try to add some type of relief to what they're going through by, by providing an environment for them to meet others. The other part of my position, too, is I get to work with uh, the cancer support community. So all of the hundreds of organizations around the United States that provide support, whether it's financial, um, spiritual, um, more so, though, um, psychological support to those going through the cancer um, journey. And so we partner with them to bring their services to our patients. Um, we get to work with the clinicians at the hospital to, to come out and educate on mm -hmm. the latest treatment modalities and other things that uh, will just enhance the patient's journey. And what are some of the, those local organizations that you work with specifically by name? Sure. So we work with the American Cancer Society. Uh, we work with Susan G. Komen for The Cure. Um, we work with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. We work with the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. Okay. Uh, there's so many to name, and, and almost every uh, cancer type has uh, an affinity group or a, a group that champions the cause of that type of cancer, 
We work with us too for uh, for yeah. prostate cancer, yeah. which is a great organization. And I'm just blessed to uh, to work with those people who work tirelessly to uh, to help those with uh, with this horrible disease. And so, with the work that you do, man, because I'm familiar with the work that you do, and again, you're you're very much behind the scenes and supporting others who are working more directly with cancer patients and connecting cancer patients with support and help. What are some of the things that you have learned from working with this community? Let's talk a little bit about how you have been impacted, inspired, enlightened by working with the cancer community. I guess every day I see people doing the unthinkable, you Mm. know, diagnosed with stage four cancer. I mean, a lot of those people and just how brave, courageous, inspiring that they are that, um, you know, they're going to take this on. Yeah. They're not just going to roll over. The fighting spirit that they show is amazing, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, it, it humbles me because, you know, I'm blessed. I'm 50 years old, don't have cancer. Yeah. And the, the amount of people that I meet that are, well, they they run the gamut of different ages and just the strength that they show. And then to put on top of that how much they want to give back. And once they've been impacted by cancer and um, just want to help the next person in line to hopefully make their life easier throughout their journey. Yeah, it, it is interesting, and you bring up a very good point in in watching the um, the advocacy, the spirit of advocacy, this this team camaraderie of I'm now part of the cancer community, the cancer world. I want to go out here and reach and grab as many cancer patients. The 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 willingness to want to reach out for them to go help and make a difference for someone else is really admirable to look at, and it really does challenge you. Uh, I, like you, I've never had cancer. I've never uh, been a cancer patient, though I've worked with the cancer community for multiple years to make me really stop and think, man, am I doing all that I can do to support my community and and providing uh, love and nurturing and networking for individuals? Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head. And um, just their undying willingness to to help others when they themselves need the help it's just incredible, and um, it, it's so um, so grounding is, I guess, the way I'd put it. I mean, I get up and go to work and come home, and I don't have a terminal disease. And, and just they're, they're wanting to help somebody else and thinking of others mm-hmm. beyond that and just the spirituality that comes out and the, the goodness in people really, I think, rises to the top, which... With what we're seeing in the world today, it's uh, it's a blessing to, to to see people just after goodness. Well, let's transition down that road, and and again, I'm not here at all to delve into for any other reason other to than to connect the dots of from an ideological perspective of the audience that we speak to, and and the, the profound impact that we understand, and we're learning more each and every day that the role of spirituality and faith potentially has on the mental, emotional, and physical uh, outcome of cancer patients, to whatever degree that you're comfortable, let's talk about what you see and what you think the role of faith and spirituality is and has been with this community. I I was uh, talking to somebody earlier today that I, I think if I could count on one hand how many patients that I've encountered that 
didn't have uh, some semblance of spirituality, I would be lucky. And I, I just find the more spiritual um, they are, the more at ease they are with what's going on mm. in their body and how more accepting they are and, and more willing to, uh, to, to fight to, to, to get to the end and not be afraid of what may happen down the road. But, and I think that just goes a long way in their healing, knowing that there's you know, a higher power and that you know, this is the hand that, that God has dealt you and, um, and you're going to see it through. And um, just the, the calmness in people comes through, which I think is important in, in the whole healing process. So then, am I hearing you say that you think that the role of spirituality in the healthcare environment has an appropriate place, balanced and respectful when applied to all of the other clinical uh, applications of service toward cancer patients? There's a role there. Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, I think it's the individual's choice. What, Clearly. What role that should play, if that's something that that is important in in um, in your life and everything. I think it can play a, a huge role. I think healthcare organizations should really embrace that and make that a part of their their whole healing package mm. because spiritual f- people tend to have a better peace of mind. I think, and and that's what it's all about. I mean, the less anxiety you have, the less uh, stress. I think your body heals better. Do you have? an aha moment, that once one moment, one situation that from a spiritual perspective that has impacted you in serving, supporting, and providing that type of uh, outlet for cancer patients that you are willing to share with the audience today? Yeah, there is one. A patient I met this last year, she had stage four, some, some sort of esophageal cancer, which if you've ever encountered somebody, that, that's a tough one because it affects their their speech their breathing everything swallowing uh, exactly all your main bodily functions and um we uh sponsored an event uh here in illinois for uh the american cancer society making strides against breast cancer Mm -hmm. and she wanted to come to this event you know a lot of times we have to be the voice of reason for some of these folks to say maybe this isn't the right time but um She was in a good place, and uh, she came out to the event and not only attended the event, but came in our tent where we hand out literature about early detection and things like this, and and I think met every single cancer patient that was there and gave them a hug, showed them uh, we had a, a, a thing on um, doing self-exams okay. for, for breast cancer patients, and just the joy I saw in her eyes helping others yeah. uh, was just, you know, makes you uh, humbled and, and, and inspired that, you know, here's somebody that's facing something beyond what I can comprehend yep. and is more thinking about giving back to the next person. Yeah. So it was pretty special. Well, Tom, let me say for what it's worth to you, my friend, I love you, I respect you, and I appreciate you. Thank you for just sharing. Because again, you're kind of one of the unsung heroes in the in the community of cancer support. Uh, you're organizing, you're galvanizing, you're coordinating. 
Uh, but today I thought it would be important to hear your story, to hear hear what you see and feel. And I just want to say thank you for your contribution of what you do because you support others who are supporting cancer patients and helping those uh, individuals in ways that many people are not aware of. So bless you and your family as you continue to go forth. This is Tom Martin, who is the Senior Marketing Development Manager at Cancer Treatment Centers of America at Midwestern Regional Medical Center in Zion, Illinois. Uh, today, my friend, I salute you and thank you for sharing on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Thank you. Thank you, Percy and Tom. Remember, no case is typical. You should not expect to experience these same results. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, in a moment, I want to talk about something called our journey of hope that fits right in with our topic today, working with people of faith in the cancer community. But we'll get to that in a moment. Let's talk more about your conversation with Tom here today. Well, actually, the school of thought is very similar. Tom Martin is an individual who works with the faith community from a support perspective, connecting cancer patients, current treating cancer patients with former treating cancer patients, because there's a community, a camaraderie. We've talked about it many, many times. Uh, cancer is not an individual sport. It, it requires support mm -hmm. uh, and engagement and nurturing that what better group of people to support cancer patients than other cancer patients? Yeah. But the other dynamic of what is unique about what Tom does is, is coming in touch with individuals because they feel so blessed. They feel so empowered that they've gone through their journey. They want to give back. They want to make a difference in the cancer community. So they're looking for opportunity to engage with other cancer patients. And so creating this network of relationships, uh, we call them cancer fighters. Uh, Tom is very much part of connecting uh, the cancer community together with, with individuals who have gone through the journey. And he has been amazed at seeing the consistency, particularly of many of those folks, who exhibit and display and, and talk about their faith being part of their support network. And I would imagine it's a win-win situation. I mean, who benefits the most from that kind of uh, reaching out by people of faith? Well, I, I think you're right. I think it's very mutual because, you know, what I've come to understand, people who have gone through a cancer journey are so grateful. They're so thankful. In many cases, they were told that they potentially would not survive this, and then they yeah. did. We've met many of them on this program. Yes, yeah, so they feel like they owe it to the world, they owe it to the God that they serve, and they owe it to other cancer patients to be a source of encouragement and hope to those individuals to say, listen, look at me. Potentially, you can do the same thing that I've done. This is what I went through. So they feel indebted, and, and, and that's part of what we call ministry, 
giving back service to your fellow man. It's one way of turning something bad into something good. And so for the person who has gone through that to be connected with individuals who are going through that, that's a way for them to pay it forward. For the individual that is receiving that type of support and care, they're looking desperately for others that they can connect with and and get a a glimmer of light that will allow them to continue to hang on and hang in there and fight for one more day while they're trusting and utilizing their faith. So it just helps to supplement that battle and it gives them an additional reason and resource to fight on another day. And Tom gave us the example of the woman who certainly had her own cancer trial she was going through, but at the same time she was reaching out in a way that wouldn't be expected of her to show up and to help other people. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, she was still in some cases, uh, she had some residual impact from her treatment and care. And, and Tom was actually a little bit concerned if she was really up to the moment to be out and about and shaking hands and, and, and exerting her energy and her physicality. But I got the impression she she had to do that. And again, was that therapeutic for her mentally, emotionally? It probably was. I've met many cancer patients that have began to utilize those type of outlets that really encourages them and helps them mentally, emotionally work through their dynamics and their struggles and their fears and et cetera by being part of others who are working through that. So again, it was a mutual exchange of give and take that both parties walked away from beneficially. Percy, you have long recognized the importance of working with people of faith in the cancer community, so much so that you've put together a program called Our Journey of Hope. Let's talk about that for a moment. Well, with the theme here of the show, you know, supporting and working with people of faith in the cancer community, one of the things that is very clear and apparent over the years was that that many people in the faith community simply did not feel equipped uh, to, to really engage individuals in an effective manner. And in some cases, disengaged at their local churches and on, on, on the faith level that they didn't know what to say. They did not know what to do. They didn't feel comfortable having that conversation. I've actually had pastors, you know, behind closed doors weep and admit to me as a pastor, I didn't, sh- I was not sure what to say or do. I had a desire to say and do something, but I didn't have a knowledge base to work from. Our Journey of Hope was a program designed, as we've talked about many times on the show, to equip faith communities, leaders, lay leaders, pastors, anyone in the community that is engaging and interfacing with cancer patients with practical resources that will allow them to feel comfortable in those exchanges that they feel like that they weren't running away and retreating from those opportunities, but they were facing those opportunities with excitement of, here are some resources that I've been provided that will allow me to help that individual potentially work through cancer care and treatment. And I know you're pouring your life and investing your life in this ministry, Our Journey of Hope. There is a Ministry Leaders Network Associated, and people can go to our website because there are free tools, resources, free training, a free monthly email newsletter with practical tips and insights from seasoned cancer care ministers, and it's all part of our Journey of Hope program. Well, our opening text and scripture that we read that we heard that God referred to us as a peculiar people. What makes us peculiar is that in the midst of negativity, in the midst of 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 what could appear to be devastating and difficult times, we tend to rise to the occasion as people of faith and give our best of love and hope and anticipation of the potential of a better day. Our journey of hope is equipping people to basically face that challenge with resources that is practical 
and proven to face the conversation of cancer in their local church, in their community. And the Leadership Network allows ministers from across the world. I'm receiving phone calls from Africa and Asia and Europe now and India of pastors and leaders who are saying we need these type of resources that they can interface. We're sending them uh, newsletters and pertinent, relevant resources that they can use in real time in supporting their community. Percy, why don't you repeat that scripture passage for today? Yes, sir. It is found in 1 Peter, the second chapter and the ninth verse. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. I love it. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this week's edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, and a reminder that you can download our free resource, The DNA of Cancer, at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And if you're listening on radio, you may not realize this program is released as a podcast, and you can subscribe free of charge at healthhopeandinspiration.com. You'll also receive an email reminder each week when a program is released as a podcast. So sign up at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And also, while you're at the website, download the DNA of cancer, and uh, you'll learn a lot as we've talked about here today. All right, I'm Wayne Shepherd with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Again, the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Join us right there. Until next time. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.